Hi, and welcome back to part two of this three-part audio series designed to help you feel more in control around food and reduce your frequency of binge eating or using food to cope with negative emotions or perhaps break this restrict binge cycle that you're finding yourself stuck in. So in this second part of the audio series, I want to delve into more of the reasons behind why we tend to find ourselves binge eating. But before I do that, I wanted to reassure you and break down a, a misconception that is in our society. And that is that binge eating is something that is inherently bad or something that is our fault. So Overeating is quite a normal part of being human. You think about when we have things like Christmas or social occasions and we're having a really great time and we're surrounded by delicious food with great company or we've had a really busy week and we're catching up with friends and we're just in a really good mood and we find ourselves eating a lot of food uh, to the point where we feel quite uncomfortably full. Now, this is quite a normal part of what we would call normal eating, but binge eating is quite different to overeating in that after we finish eating quite a large quantity of food in a short period of time to this point where we are feeling quite ill, it is associated with feelings of shame, guilt, embarrassment, anxiety, fear, self-loathing, a lot of negativity around the behavior that we have just done. And binge eating is quite pervasive and it can really feel like we are really out of control around food. We can't be trusted around food. And it's often something that is showing up at least once a week, if not a couple of times a week. When we delve into more binge eating disorder, that's often something that is happening for at least three months and usually at least two to three times a week. It is really nuanced and complex and will be quite different for everyone. But a lot of the time I see my clients giving themselves such a hard time for eating past comfortable fullness or really feeling out of control around food. And so to start off this second part of the series, before I jump into the reasons causing binge eating, I just want to offer to you that it is normal to binge eat from time to time. It is uh, not your fault. And we're living in a society that is almost the perfect storm for binge eating. We are encouraged to restrict our food intake. We're encouraged to think really Really rigidly around food and it creates this sense that we can't be trusted around food. So when we inevitably do eat some food that's perhaps forbidden or not allowed, we can struggle to feel in control because we live in this all or nothing society. So I just wanted to offer that to you and, and let you know that if you're sitting there really feeling quite deflated with this behavior that you have around binge eating, know that it's really common and really normal. And binge eating actually impacts millions of Australians with binge eating disorder being the most common of all the eating disorders estimated to affect 47% of Australians with an eating disorder. I wanted to offer that to you if you are sitting there feeling quite deflated, know that you're not alone, that I work with people with binge eating and binge eating disorder every single day. And we have really great strategies to help them get out of this feeling of 
being stuck between either restricting and having really rigid rules to the other end of the scale, which is overeating, feeling out of control or having no trust around food. So let's get into the bulk of this second part of the audio series, which is what are the four most common triggers or causes of binge eating? And so I'll go through each of the common triggers and hopefully you will start to resonate with some of them. Let's jump in and hopefully you'll find this really helpful and insightful to start to shift some of the blame away from yourself and understand why we're in this predicament in the first place. So when it comes to binge eating, there are four common triggers and they are biological, meaning hunger, emotional, we need food to cope with emotions, food rules. And then the fourth is a lack of self-care or feeling very emotionally depleted. So I will go through each of the four reasons and hopefully you can start to identify perhaps what is driving your binge eating. But before I start, just remember that everyone's reasons are different and you may have a lot of other layers underneath driving your binge eating. So if you don't particularly resonate with these four triggers, It doesn't mean that you're to blame or there's not another thing going on. These are just the four top level and most common triggers that I see day in, day out. So the first one being hunger. And I would say this would be the most common reason that I see people binge eating. We live in a really appearance and weight focused world and often we are intentionally restricting our food intake in order to lose weight. So we have this narrative that less calories in, more calories out, we'll lose weight. There is another discussion to be had here as to how accurate that narrative is. But for now, if we were to imagine that's true and it leads us into this behavior of restriction, What happens is if we're not eating enough, we will inevitably get very, very strong signals of hunger to the point where they might be quite uh, uncomfortable and we want to get rid of those feelings of hunger quite quickly. So imagine that we're on a diet and we have a very small breakfast and then we have a very light lunch and then by around four o'clock our body is screaming for energy and in order to get that energy it gives us hunger signals so how that might manifest is we uh, have limited options in the afternoon we might be driving home after work and we see the only things that are available to us which might be takeaway or fast food or stopping at the petrol station and just getting whatever is on the shelf And because the feeling of hunger is quite uncomfortable, we might end up ordering a lot of food to get rid of that hunger. And because we're trying to get rid of that hunger fast, we can eat quite quickly, being quite out of tune of what is feeling good in our bodies to the point where we actually have overeaten and we're feeling really uncomfortably full. And that is one example of binge eating in the aspect that we're eating a large amount of food quickly, followed often by feelings of guilt because the foods that we're eating are perhaps not allowed or they might be our forbidden non-diet foods. If you imagine we are likened hunger to breathing, if we go diving or we're swimming and we are holding our breath for a long time, when we come up, we are gasping for air. 
and it is no different with hunger. So if we let our bodies get too hungry, we will eventually get to the point where we are quite chaotic and have a real sense of urgency to get food into our body and get rid of the hunger quickly. In the next audio series three, I will go through and give you strategies for how we can overcome that particular cause of binge eating. But I want to move on to the next cause, which is our emotions. So food is a fantastic tool to cope with emotions, especially the foods which we tend to avoid when we're dieting or restricting or trying to be healthy, quote unquote, things that are perhaps high in sugar, high in salt, high in fat, high in calories. We tend to reach for those foods when we're feeling negative emotions. We also might reach for them when we're feeling positive emotions and also feel out of control around food, but often it is the negative emotions like stress or anxiety that drive that need to reach for those foods. When we start to eat them, we do feel better in the short term, but as we continue eating them, if we're in a bit of an all or nothing mindset, we might start to think, what the hell? I've started eating it. I will just keep eating it. And if you don't have other tools in your emotional toolkit to cope with negative emotions, food can often be our only source of comfort when we're feeling down or stressed or anxious. So what tends to happen is if we are feeling those emotions a lot, we might be reaching for food a lot and eating large quantities of those foods to make us feel better. The third reason food rules plays really closely into emotional eating as well. And the reason for that is emotions might start or trigger the need to start eating a food that is perhaps in our not allowed list based on food rules that we have, whether we can't eat foods that are high in sugar, high in fat, have quote unquote, no nutritional value. But because we again are in this all or nothing mindset, we can start to think, what the hell? I've, I've eaten a little bit of this food. I'm not allowed this food. I can't be trusted around this food. I'm just going to eat the whole packet. Often getting to the point where we do feel quite uncomfortably sick and uncomfortably full and layering in more negative emotions. And that is where that cycle does play in. So the binge restrict cycle that you may have heard of is relevant here in that if we are restricting our food intake to the point where we're super hungry or we're restricting our food intake because of a certain rule, when we inevitably break the rule or get so hungry, we can start to eat a food to make us feel better to get rid of the hunger, to get rid of the negative emotion. But because we think we have broken a rule, we tend to feel quite out of control and just eat the food until it's all gone. Now, the fourth reason around self-care or lacking emotional resources is also very linked to to all three, but especially emotions. Because if we have low self-care or we're burning the candles at both ends or you know we're caring for someone who's ill or we're really busy at work we have young children whatever it is that's making us feel 
like we're not taking care of ourselves or don't have the ability to take care of ourselves, it can really deplete our emotional resources, which can often mean that if we do have negative emotions, they can be heightened. It can also affect our hunger hormones, meaning that if we are trying to diet or restrict our food intake, we can feel in more intense feelings of hunger if we're tired or stressed or, you know, we're not sleeping well. So that lack of self-care or that emotional depletedness can drive a need to reach for foods. And again, it is similar to emotions where that's the trigger to reach for food. But then if the food rules are there, that can lead to the out of control feeling around food. That's sort of what the hell effect. I've broken a rule. I can't be trusted. I need to get this food out of the house. I'm just going to eat it all now. So they are separate, but they're also very interlinked. And I just want to say and, and repeat myself in that these are just four of the common triggers. There are a lot of other reasons why people feel out of control around food. And I'm not going to go into them in this series, but if you're feeling like perhaps your situation is quite unique and you do resonate with these common triggers, but your story is quite nuanced, then I do offer for you to reach out and we can come up with more of an individualized plan. But so I do invite you to listen to this episode a couple of times and let some of this information sink in and to start to bring awareness to what is your specific reason for binge eating. Because in the next part of this series, in part three, I'm going to delve into some specific strategies and ways to start changing our thinking as to how you can work backwards and how you can start to feel more in control around food. So if I was to give you, say, something to focus on before you listen to the next session, it would be think about from this list, what trigger is perhaps resonating with you the most. I'll chat to you in part three and I hope you're enjoying the series so far. Like last time, I'd love to hear your feedback and if you have anything that's hit home in this session or really landed for you, let me know. Send me a DM or an email or get in touch. I will chat to you in the next part of this audio series in part three. Thank you. I'll chat soon.